literally cut out like six fucking minutes of your yammering. But the yammering was to torture Josh. That was the comedic yeah, effect. Yeah, but not our but, listeners. But everybody else, yes. So I introduced Just something to show that, how fucking bad Superman is. Just, you know, for our listeners' sake and for a little bit of comedy on my own end when I was editing it. I like I got the ah in. Well, I did a couple different takes. I'm like freeball. I'm like, nope, I got it. Hey, you're finding the neighborhood editor here saying... Fuck you, Paul. Back to the review. <laughs> so if I ever have to cut one of your reviews out, I, I have that audio now isolated. That will be my editor's note at all times on the podcast. Even if it's Joss pissing me off, it'll still be, fuck you, Paul. Back to the review. <laughs> Hi, I'm Bob McLeod. You're listening to Comic Book Rehab. Hi, I'm Paul. Hi, Hi Paul. Paul. Josh was taking a sip, but you timed it well. Of course. All right. And he even what? followed uh, through with our Facebook post and posted the uh, the episode only two days late. Oh, there's my uh, breaking news. Just just came just, through. Just now. Yeah. All right. I'm do- joined by uh, Dave, the much poorer hatter. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel, editor extreme. You do realize that you've gotten almost um, five hundred bucks out of me this week. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can look up the reports. I, 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 it's, can, it's I can pushed. track. I can track what you do. Yeah, and and you know you still are a ant compared to our bigger customer. Well, that kind of hurts my feelings. I'm just saying when it you, comes you, to you, you, yeah, you, you like mean, you when mean somebody spe- you mean spending, not yeah. size, because yeah. if someone makes him look like an ant, that's not someone that's you want to That's not someone you want to meet in a dark alley, mainly because he is the dark alley. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh uh sipping timely sipping Josh. Sure. He's on beat. All righty. All right, so we're going to try to talk about uh, some comic books uh, this week that came out on September, let's see, uh, 15th, 14th. We got one 16th. of them right. 16th? Yeah. 16th, 15th and 16th, Tuesday, I guess. Yeah. Cuz we had a big we had a we had a big book that came out um that, actually, you know what? No, I want to do what? Might as well start with the number one. Right. Amazing Spider-Man, Sins of Norman Osborn. It's a number one. He's not wrong. <laughs> or the true Amazing Spider-Man 850. Because that's all this is. It is an Amazing Spider-Man story. This, Yeah, this is not exactly because it's. The Sins of Norman Osborn. I thought they were just going to do like a backstory, kind of like what Immortal Hulk Zero is this, no, this, this week. This is just the next chapter. The this is literally just another Amazing Spider-Man um, book. And um, so we made sure everybody had it. But this was really good. 
It was. Yeah, it was. It, it was. it was a great lead into uh, what we already knew that uh, Green Goblin is coming back in 850. So. so Kindred's on the cover. Is it revealed who that is yet? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> they, not they, yet. They, they allude to he's not only invading Peter's dreams. So, yeah. So all their dreams uh, are d- different ways that Spider-Man reaches his ultimate death. And um, the one that Madam Webb sees is with Kindred. And everyone's like, well, what's your ver- version? And... He's, she's like, listen, my version's way worse than any of yours. We need to stop him from doing. Yeah, because each one. Yeah, but she has the one with Kindred in it. Yeah. So, um, so we yeah we do get a future glimpse of what could be happening, and we're like we have to stop him from him harming himself. Yeah. I mean, obviously. she also says this isn't eight fifty. This whole this whole story is ending with them just un brand new daying this whole fucking universe, right? Like that's the only thing. It, that, it sort it of feels, feels that, that way. way, and honestly, I'm really okay with that. <laughs> All righty, Mister Dave. So from one number one to another number one, Iron Man number one, and we have a decent Iron by Man. who? Oh. You didn't say. Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, Hi Dave. Hi, Dave. Well, thank you, Jimmy. Come on. This is beautiful covers on this. Beautiful. Oh, the, yeah. oh, the whole book. regular. Uh, yeah. Oh, Alex all Ross. of them. Yes. It's a wraparound cover. This, this is Cantwell, right? wasn't it? Yes. Amazing. Christopher Cantwell. Christopher Cantwell, art by Kafu. Okay. Yeah. Gesundheit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I might have to insert that whole <laughs> fuck you, Paul, in there because that was yeah. so bad. You know, but what was priceless was the look on his face Which afterwards. Which works great for art, the medium that we're in. Oh, that's right. It fucking doesn't. I know, but it's entertaining for me. This. This was good. Was yeah. really good. Um, we get the human, art. The art was. The art was amazing. Was fucking like, wow, doesn't holy shit. Doesn't acknowledge the slot stuff at, at all. all. No, like it doesn't exist. Like we got human Tony Stark back, but apparently he's had some kind of. Midlife crisis. crisis, and he's given up, and he and he, he ends up in Fast and Furious. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, racing a deaf guy. Well, I'll, I'll be I'll be honest with you, a flying metal suit is actually a little too toned down for Fast and Furious at this point. Because true, well they're going. I they're think going they're, to ne- they're going space. to space. Yeah, they're going to fucking space. Of course they are. Listen, they didn't even get so did Jason. Space. So did Hellraiser. <laughs> but um. He teams up with uh, Hellcat in this for a little bit. Yeah, which is actually pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, how long has it been since we've seen the unicorn as a villain? I, I'll, tell you, how, I'll tell you how long it's been. Nobody remembers. I don't even fucking know who the unicorn yeah. is. Well, I, I think so. that was kind of the point of this book is that he's kind of going back to the basics. Right. And even goes with a vintage suit at one point. And but, I, yeah. like, but here's my but, thing. They're all like, oh, he's not a real. He has spent like the majority of his print run and life at this point in new york right like, i like I, that I, I didn't get that like is this supposed to be movie tony stark here that's lived on the sure. west coast um, not sure i don't know i liked i, th- I, I think liked that was because he, he he's been in new york but he's always had that mansion that's on the outside on the and, coast and he's no longer with pepper Potts. apparently not um 
he's what cashed all his stock in. Well, no. he, he he got a he he's left the the company, but right. they gave him like a, a golden parachute in in the form of sixty five million dollars. You know, um, which he's still investing in. Yeah, yeah, he invested like thirty billion back into his company. What I liked is the whole tweets. That he's the the social media the posts. Yeah. They were all from the same people each time, but they were pretty funny. Yeah. Um, I liked oh, how yeah, when he had the, the party for the investors at his, well, at his apartment. What's in one He's God hates the... Spider-Man or something? Uh, God versus Spider-Man. God, God versus, versus Spider-Man. Spider-Man. That I I laughed out loud. That was that was golden. Um, but uh, when he has all those people over at his at his party and he's wearing his, his suit or and I guess bunny his, slippers, but he has bunny slippers on. Like he just he doesn't give a fuck. Um, which yeah. The only weird part was that guy that came up to him and was just like, this could change everything. And then he's like, that's all I need to hear yeah, to listen to your crackpot he's, theory. He's our big bad. Right. That's Which, what it's revealed. Iron Man 2. Yeah. Um, he brings it, back the Mark 1, or the Mark 2, rather. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the tin can or anything like that, but... uh, His first red and gold suit. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know who Unicorn is or what his deal is, but... You know, he was trying to steal a... Uh, also, Patsy Patsy being in a... When was the last time she was in a major? Uh, Well, she just had a miniseries not too long ago. Um, well, because but, of Jessica Jones' the series. Yeah. But I mean, like, when has she and been Jesse in... And like, Jessica... I think she was in with uh, well, yeah, Jessica Jones. Well, yeah, because she's Jessica Jones' yeah. best friend. That's yeah. how the, uh, Bendis wrote her then. When was Tony with uh, Janet Van Dyne? Who cares? The whole Avengers run, I think, was was part of that. Really? That they had shit together. Not the current one. The one, the one oh. before that. Oh, well. Didn't, and I again. didn't care. <laughs> I didn't care. She, she literally just like, fucks so, off. She's like, hey, we're over. Yeah. He fucks off. She's like, all right, and then I don't So in care. the first two books, we have two writers that are pretty much unslotting everything. That, that slot is done. Well, this is a glorious week. It is. <laughs> All on mom's birthday. Hey, how about and that? And for that reason, Iron Man isn't my pick of the week. <laughs> for that reason? Well, Because he's on slotting stuff? That would be a reason enough for you. There was better books. There's a lot of good books. There, there was actually a lot of good, good books. Week. Yeah, good week. Hi, I'm Jimmy. Hi, Jimmy. Hi, Jimmy. Thor 7. Yet another... Thor pulls the greatest, and just going back to basics of, for a good time call, and man, was it fucking great. He put Tony Stark's number on Mjolnir. And if you call it, you get Tony Stark's voicemail. It is glorious. It's pretty good. Uh did it, this did, is payback because I I think was it Thor one he where, wrote, he wrote on well uh yeah Tony Stark wrote, wrote on like, one mule near like, like a permanent happy, marker or yeah whatever. happy retirement he's like that that'll show you for writing on yeah did it, did anyone catch the the God Country reference no no but I did catch a Hammerfall reference because it's the title left side of the hallway right there. That's Valifax in his weapon room. So, oh. so he has the sword that embodies all the power and all the memories of every sword throughout history. Just and laying he, around. And he doesn't use it. 
And that's why this isn't my pick of the week. <laughs> I uh, this was good. Oh, this um, was excellent. I like the interaction yeah. between Beta Ray I Bill. I need to know what Donnie Kate's obsession is with making Thanos' head really, really, really small. Well, he didn't draw it. Sti- I know that. Did anybody else he, have a problem with the art in this? A problem? Uh, no, I not at all. I, I liked looks, it a lot. I liked Thor the way kind of looks like yeah, like Bro Doc. If you if you read West Coast Avengers at all, yeah. I mean, if this is right after all the shit that he just went through as, you know, Herald of Galactus sort of shit, he looks like he is de-aged millennia. Yeah. Um, I Aside from that... I, I'm with Dave. I really didn't care for the art compared to the It's not art. what we have had. Yeah. No, oh, but well, it had a little bit of, I don't know, Corbin, heavy metal feel and stuff, but like, I, li- I like the way Beta, Beta Ray Bill like, looked. Tony, like, Tony Stark's nose is, like, really round and bulbous. I didn't mind the art them. I actually really liked the art in this. It wasn't as good as Some the last arc. Some of it arc, is all right, but there's but, just yeah. certain panels that were jarring. And the mechanic that found the hammer the last time finds the hammer again. And His first appearance, the new Thor. This time he can pick it up <laughs> and because it's not that the hammer is heavy to Thor. It's that it's so light to everyone else now. That was excellent. I don't know what uh, Donny Cates' uh, arm tattoos look like, but does this guy have the same arm tattoos? No. Okay. No, I figured he, you would know that because you probably have like a picture of new no, Donny li- Cates. No, li- literally he has. Yes, he does. He, <laughs> he does. He has Valifax on his oh, forearm gotcha. because I was thinking about getting the same tattoo, and he's like, oh, I have that. And so I'm like, noted. It, uh, it's, it's weird to see uh, Bill without his helmet on. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Yeah, but I thought it was, yeah, it's cool because we never see we yeah. never see that. Who'd have thought he was bald? This was good. I liked this. It wasn't yeah. as good as the last six issues, but yeah, this yeah, was good. this was definitely a step down. Like I said, you have Valifax. I think it's just the you have Valifax in the corner, and you're not using it all that time. When oh, I lost my hammer. I'm not worthy. You have Valifax sitting there. What the fuck is wrong with him? We're just setting up the next arc. I mean, that's, it's, that's all no, it's no, if, clearly an Easter egg, and it's not canon. Yeah. I, 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 it's canon. It's in the book. What if he does? What if the next one he picks that up off the wall, and that's how they introduce God Country into Marvel, the, the Marvel, to, U? the Marvel universe, Immortal Hulk thirty-seven. Hi, I'm Josh. <laughs> Hi, Hi, Josh. Um, this was creepy, as every good Immortal Hulk book has been. I. Um, Okay, so leader's been behind everything, right? Yes, apparently yeah. everything. And then we, we learn like he, and then he inherits. Well, he controls the doors, and then when that happens, what? I, I Dave, Dave can't finish his beer. It's too harsh for his little tummy. No, it's not too harsh. The pumpkin spice. Yeah. I was drinking uh, Sam Adams Jacko, and that's like this times a thousand, and it's amazing. Uh, but that's because I'm a basic bitch. But back to this book. Uh, ba- ba- this is just a book of, of the leader kind of narrating everything like this is going to happen, and this is going to happen, and this is going to happen. I planned and, every step of the way, and, and you know, at some point I can actually just step back and appreciate it because I know what's going to happen after I've kind of set up a, all a the dom- chess pieces. Dominoes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and. Uh, there's a point where uh, 
missing? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Him over here. I, I mean, this was just kind of a, an establishing issue that just goes to show that, like, Leader everything. had all this plan. From, like, from the everything. beginning. But apparently and he we can even, control the door now. He apparently hasn't always been able to control the door. Like, almost to the point where it can travel through time. Did anybody else get the sense that each one gets their own door when they die? Like it's not just I, one door. I think the door is just... The leader has a way to open a door to hell, or what may be hell, for... But when Samson's down there, he says to him, Look, Leonard, that's your door. So I'm, I'm thinking everybody gets their own door. Uh... I well, I think he just he can just open the doors. And that's why he kind of killed him. He jumps out and uh, kills him and sends him to hell, the plate the below place, which is, I guess is hell. We don't. I mean, I'm kind of it's kind of throws it all in the question of whether or not it's even hell in the first place. But, um, you know, it kind of flips the whole narrative on its head. That like so is hey, the one beyond the everything. one below all. Exactly. Is, it, is it leader? Because. Well, we can segue this into Immortal Hulk Zero, where it's revealed that the leader is the one that sends. And again, that's where we really found. Oh, so yeah, in you know, Zero, his, uh, we we it's the story in, in of Brian. Well. But when we get that visit from Brian in twenty four, twenty six, um, that that was all the leader. Yep. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that's even hell, and if that's even the one below all. But uh, Immortal, Immortal Hulk Zero was actually pretty cool the way it was laid out because they put the new s- stuff intertwined with the old, like where they came from, right. the original books, and the 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 bookmarks in between, or bookends in between each story. That story led into, hey, this is what's been going on. I gotta say, the art in the the like the newer parts. Yeah, was fun, was in, insane. Well, it was kind of similar to uh, Iron the Man. Iron Man stuff. Yeah, it's like, yeah, but uh, it was so. Yeah, the Immortal Hulk Zero was both. Oh, both yes. Fucking were thank God I don't have fucking seizures or anything. What do you mean? You just like were flashing me with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was paging through. Sorry, um. fucking <laughs> start twitching. Uh. But yeah, I mean, the leader's basically been established as, as being the biggest threat that we've seen in Immortal Hulk so far. Um, so I guess we could just wrap both issues together in this week. Or, so. or is it going to be like every big bad they've set up throughout? Well, this? actually, Zero up. leads into thirty-seven. Yeah, they're right? gonna yeah. they're gonna build up for ten issues to how the big bad is, and then Hulk smash in half an issue. You know what? We that's what we've gotten so far, and I've loved every second of it. So if they're gonna do keep doing that, I will love it as well. But doesn't that kind of cheapen the impact of all these villains? Like, oh no, ten, ten up. Like it's literally they're doing what they did with the whole fucking Game of Thrones thing. Like they build it up for so long, and it's like, oh, one night it's done. Well, now here's your real bad guy, and then one episode, hey. I mean, isn't it all comic books? You know the hero's going to win in the end. Every not time. Not always. Regardless, they come back and they win. Not always. Like when? 
It took fucking Barry 20 years to come back. He came back. But he came back. But he came and back. And then he won. Ever since Death of Superman, <laughs> dying in comics kind of doesn't really mean anything anymore. So, except kind of like the clones in X Men. <laughs> unless your Uncle Ben or uh, Marvel or Gwen Stacy from Earth One. Okay. Or Earth Six 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 or whatever Earth we're fucking dealing with. So yeah, I mean, and that makes the deaths more impactful. Sure, but I mean, it's just we can, we can just quote the the, la- the last terrible Star Wars movie where no one's ever really gone. Um, I don't know. I- I'm looking forward to it. I don't care if it's ten ten issues of build up and then Hulk smash. I wouldn't Hulk to fucking smash every goddamn issue. So if it's gonna fucking cock tease me up to a huge fucking release ten issues away, you know I'm getting my money's worth, right? I- I'd ra- if they're gonna do that, I'd honestly I'd rather just kind of like the the villain of the week. Alright. Like, I don't need a whole trade to end with. Oh, Hulk smash. Okay. Still love this. Kind of what his thing is, though. Yeah. It's Hulk smash. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Hmm. Alrighty. (laughs) Now we have two Star Wars books. Yes, we do. We have Star Wars 6. Two very good Star Wars books. And they were both very good. Uh, Star Wars 6, where uh, we last left off, where the sort of Jedi person. Great Jedi? That um, uh, Luke was supposed to find and seek out. Uh, she traps him underneath, and it looks like Luke's going to die in fucking R2. <laughs> Comically. Takes her out and saves Luke, which is, you know very r2-like thing to do and um you know he uh talks to her after he kind of she um talks to her afterwards because he kind of has her um you know all and she tells her where to go tells tells she tells luke where to go and i forget what this is where we get uh the yellow saber and this is all the big deal there and then whatever is guarding the temple that she was supposed to train at uh there was a sith thing there darth vader's on the tail end of it and just misses him and you know there's new hope here so this was this was really good speaking of vader darth vader number five and uh, the Amidalians, the Amidalians. The, Vader, they tried to. Vader's gonna get the fucking backhand after this. Yeah, get him, get that boy getting his ass whooped. Yeah, Palpatine's pissed because he's not following the Sith way. Right, he's been wallowing in grief instead of using it for power. Right, um, but this does show like some of the redemptions he lets Saba go and. He's having flashbacks. We get the the movie well, soon. Th- he only let Saba go to send the yeah, bring the that was, yeah, that was a set trap to kill literally <laughs> everyone. All of them, yes. So I don't know if that's exactly redemption. But this was done well. This is I'm and and, this and it ends it ends with uh, Palpatine finding out what he was doing and and kind of kind of giving him a spanking. Yes. 
but it also is really showing and leading into why you know vader had his change of heart and uh jedi yeah because palpatine looked like a government mule all righty is that it for marvel yep all right we're on to dc uh batman 99 our penultimate issue of joker war Eh. Sorry. Meh. This is my pick of the week. No, it's not. It is. No, it's not. It is. Hundred percent is not. I will show you why it's his pick of the week. The art in this is is so amazing. You're you're full of shit. I don't believe you. This is one hundred percent my pick of the week. I've thought because, about it. No. No, it is because not. of this the art page in this and is so good. That page, and which are the best two things about this book, up until the last two pages, and then we good. get to that page, which I went, oh fuck, here we go. It's not Josh's pick of the week. Are you upset because it's also your pick of the week, and you wanted to be special? And and no, this is nowhere close to my pick right. of the week. And this I also my, know it's not your pick. Of the this week. is my pick of the week. You're full of shit. He said it's his pick of the week. Zombie Alfred and all, yeah, yeah. Even even including the last two ish uh, pages. Josh, I'm not gonna get upset at it. It's not your pick of the week. Like you're not gonna get me with this. This isn't me getting you. This is my pick of the week. Okay. So ninety oh. percent of the reason. Oh, okay, is because okay. Of the art. So this validates everything I've been saying about you. What do you mean? That your opinion is complete shit. <laughs> Justice League fifty three. Speaking of complete and total shit, this was. Dumb. This was dumb. This was a side story to the. Death the art metal. was really good in this, though. So. Uh, no, I mean, that reason, not as good as, of the week? not as good as Batman, but um, this basically sets up saying that the, the, the whole. Did Dark we Knight's have this thing. Omega Knight before? Which yeah, one? Yeah, he was teased at the end, or no, the Omega Knight. Yeah, the Mind Hunter. The Mind Hunter is the big bad. Well, oh, the Omega Knight is. This is the first time we see the Omega Knight. Yeah. yeah. That's why is this the well, first time we see we we saw Mindhunter before, yeah. right? Yeah. He was in the last issue of. Um, he was in one of those multiverse things. Or no, whatever. he was in. The, I think he was uh, in the, dark, number three, or no, the Trinity Crisis. I think he. Was yeah, the, Trinity yeah. Crisis. That was it. Um, we get speed. We get speed. Speed metal, metal next week. week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really care. As soon as I realized this was a tie-in, I didn't give a fuck. And Lex Luthor just been like, "Oh, I, I never saw this coming. That I was going to get." And to wrap up our DC yeah. week. Detective Comics, 1027. A thousand issues of Batman in Detective. I want a refund. I was I was extremely disappointed with this. There were there were they, some there were some good stories, there but were some the, okay and good them. stories. Honestly, you know when I'm going I, through this 144 page, I will give this. It it read very well. Like it was very easy read. Like. The stories were all good enough to. I we didn't need think this. it. W- no, we didn't need this. Uh, I think Marv Wolfman. I think probably had the most sort of detective story, and then the through. last two are shit that they're leading into, and one's the 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 generations, whatever they're doing with that generations thing, and then uh, the last one was, I, I guess, something that's going on in detective. That seems like a future thing. I guess they're getting into this future Batman thing. Um, honestly, for what this should have been, and if they were going to do the 144-page giant, 
They should have just made one trade because this is a trade. Yeah. They should have just made one trade detective story, like literally just one big mystery thing. And I'll tell and, you what I, I really like. And had the feel of a detective because detec- there's only one or two of those. Detective the 26 was probably my favorite story where he's just like, well, fuck Batman's here. I only got about halfway through it. I'd like the uh, Greg Rucka story, the dead man one. And I liked the uh, the golf one was pretty good too. I didn't like the golf one. But I didn't get. Ha- I mean, I didn't finish. It, I but think the they art made was fucking ha- horrific. I yeah. think they but, made um, a a huge misstep with this. The, like I said, they should have they should have kept it more detective stuff. And mm-hmm. and I mean, I mean, I don't even think we had the fucking Riddler in here. We um, did the first in the first story. Yeah, the first story. Okay. But that was the one where he went through his entire rogues gallery yeah. to figure out yeah. who put him in there. I'm sorry, Greg Rucker was the one that did the uh, the cop story. Yes, and he did the Tynan cop with the, the and the and that one was I like okay. Yeah, and I really thought this was going to be the book that would make Josh apologize to Bendis. To Bendis? No, it's stupid. Because no, for one specific reason. The art was really good. No, when story. they're going over possible people, and someone brings up the Joker, and Red Hood's just like, "I'm sick of the fucking Joker. It's not him." <laughs> like and that was his whole rationale. My favorite part of of the of the Bendis story is how Tim Drake is just like. I, I know who it is. And then that's who it was. Because Tim Drake is is the most detective-y of the Robins out of all of them. And he just had a smell for it. Yeah. He trusted his gut, basically. Yeah. Um, I mean, it ended up being, being him, but not for, you know, like, he wasn't the killer necessarily, yeah. so. Nope. I don't know. Nope. Krispy Kremes and a fucking whole lot of donuts was. <laughs> See, that's why we need a visual show. He's not paying attention, and to catch both of us, kind of glance over at Dave. Did anyone else read uh, Milestone Returns Zero? Wait, what? You didn't read this? I didn't even. No, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. It's got to be a digital only. Probably. Yeah. It was good. A good introduction to the Milestone universe. Um, we get the icon and uh, Static Shock. And uh, a whole bunch ones. of other people that no one gives a fuck about. Well, um, I'm sure there's an. You audience. mean nobody gives a fuck about Icon? Uh, it, it was okay as a, as like an introduction to it. If you've never read or or watched Static Shock, I guess, but um, it wasn't bad by any means. Uh, let me see who the creative team was on this real quick. It was uh, Jim Lee did the art on some of it. Well, there's a lot of artists actually. Uh, but written by Reginald Hudland, and uh, Greg Pack helped out too. So that's pretty good. Cool. Neat. I don't think it's tying it into the DC universe is going to be its own separate thing. But, but uh, well, oh uh, yeah, I guess the um, milestone did have its ties into DC. Yeah, I think we've seen Static Shock team yeah. with Batman at least once. Okay, on to Independence. Big Girls number two. Oh yes, I read this. This is my pick of the week. Um, okay. Uh, it wasn't any good. I didn't read it. Okay, I was gonna say I'm trying to. I'm trying to find <laughs> I, out I, why. I, I actually, I actually seen the confusion in your face there. 
This wasn't bad, but it was no, kind it wasn't of predictable. As, yeah, it wasn't as good as the first I, one. I was, me and Dave weren't into this near as much as you and Josh were for the first one, so I didn't even pick up the second one. Well, the first one was pretty good. This second yeah. one was like, it, again, it was just really predictable. It's like. Well, we kind of see where it's going, like the one. Yeah, the, it's like, the, well, no shit. The Jacks are, are, are they, they still kind of re- maintain some semblance of consciousness right. after they've turned into monsters. But then the the organization that's involved in in rehabilitating them is also out to kill the big girls who right. haven't lost consciousness and are just large women and it's like okay well then well that's because that's what takes out the jacks yeah, yeah so so yeah it was okay seven secrets number two from our friends at boom and tom taylor i really enjoyed this, this is great this was really good this yeah. this is actually truly my pick of the week agreed um, I needed a minute after this. Like, I, <laughs> the end of that. I mean, one, the end of this proved me right. And apparently, when you do get your head cut off, you don't survive it, Josh. Who would have thought? <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> I have one. Here we go. One tiny problem with this. It talks about the people that trained the kid, this including the nameless ones. And he says, I've never taken to people in masks. But. The one guy is literally always wearing a mask. Mask. That's and not a mask. It's face paint. And he. he does, I don't know, man. And he doesn't. He doesn't like him. That's kind of heavily. Are you sure? They're, they're oh, training with be. each other. No, yeah, it's a it's a mask, but like, that was it. That yeah. was the it, and it it, it doesn't I, I really think, matter. I think that's kind of setting up for him and the whoever's in the mask. Yeah, because I thought there was a battle. spot where he takes a mask off. I don't think he takes it off, but no. they're sparring at one point, and he's got a big smile on his face. The kid does, anyway. Yeah, so I don't think he really cares for him, either. Um, I, I, I thought I, this built up a lot of great characterization. I, I, I love, the, I I love like... the mom with the bully. Yeah. Where, where he's like, it's, she's like, you should never you should never fight or beat up on anyone smaller than you. That's why I'm glad you're so big, and just fucking punts him right in the old fucking ball sack. Yep. And then tells him, if you or anyone picks on him again, I'm taking him next time. I like how they pay that off years later when someone's like, yeah. oh, you're in trouble. Dude, like, shut up. Dude, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. him him getting the uh, the little uh, bird token back. back. Yeah, and then to reveal at the end that even though he is the narrator, he doesn't make it through. The he story. doesn't make it to the end of the story. It, it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, you said it would shock us. Stay this with was phone. your pick of the week. That's a solid pick. Yeah, but there's a Donny Cates book. There's a Chip Zdarsky book. Right. I mean, that's pretty shocking. <sighs> yeah, but this is a Tom Taylor book. Oh wait. He would suck Donnie Cates off if he was sitting right here. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, he would. Yeah, he no, would. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, you probably would. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And there was a Donnie Cates book out. Maybe some over-the-pants hand not, stuff. That's not the gonna... first time he hasn't picked a Donnie Cates book when there was a Donnie Cates Me book. Me and Paul are both Hulk guys, and we had great Hulk books. That was my pick of the week, too. So what's Again, that, that doesn't what surprise you, me. Why are you slice. putting me in this? I'm just saying that... You know, I can count on one hand how many times a Donny Cates book has come out and it hasn't been a pick, pick of the week. week. And four of those fingers were because there were multiple Donny Cates books out that week. I, I, you're right. 
I can't remember what book it was that you picked over a Donny Cates book one be- week, but one week it was it, another Donny Cates no, book. Yeah, I, I I can tell you I can tell you the other time, it was um, Scotty Young. Yeah, it was Middle West number one. Oh, it was because uh, that went up against uh, Redneck. Okay. Once in future number eleven. This was from from uh, still continuing with Boom. Yes, you've yeah. asserted that. And uh, I really enjoyed this. This who's was really pub- good. Who's the publisher on this? I don't know. Paul, who's the publisher on this? Uh, this would be our friends at Boom. Josh, did you know that Boom put out Once in Future? I know they put out something this week that Paul really enjoyed. <laughs> so, we get Grendel's mom in this because what happens in the Grendel story after Beowulf kills... Grendel? Well, way to spoiler. Holy shit, that's like the last page reveal. Is she as hot as she was in the movie? No. No. Oh, yeah. Well, close. Close, yeah. But Josh would still hit it. The back and forth between Grendel. Only if Shrek's on. (laughs) (laughs) The fucking thing looks Uh, like Shrek. Shrek. (laughs) Is is her phone number in this comic book, like in Thor? Yeah, because he's ready to call. As she's finishing, he yells out, Donkey! (laughs) She walks through the door. He's like, I, I got an enema attachment for my shower. <laughs> and wash my hair with that real quick. No, this was uh, this was up. really good. Solid book. I, I'm enjoying it. I think they're I think they were a little shaken up when they got moved to a ongoing series. But I think they're finally getting their. Feet I under. think they're finally finding their footing. Still and the same know creative where to go team. With this. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. All right. Uh, so, also from our friends at Boom uh, and Arkea, uh, they came out with a Slaughterhouse Five adaption uh, with the adaption written by uh, Ryan North, who did Squirrel, Unbeatable Squirrel. So, I have a question for you. What have you seen Slaughterhouse? Have you enjoyed Slaughterhouse Five? I've I read the read book. the book read and read seen it? the movie. Yeah. Uh, were you disappointed when you read this and it was just the reiteration of the Slaughterhouse Five? <laughs> actually, it was more it than that. It actually isn't. It, it actually, actually isn't, isn't because it's Ryan this. North. Actually, um, it's that and more. He, he does. He does. Uh, he actually he, uses he the comic the book needed with is this. Is that what you're trying to tell me with your hands? He cups the balls, gives them a little tickle, tickle, tickle. I mean, if my comic book did that, it would absolutely be the fucking pick of the week for me every week. So, <laughs> I can't. That's you that, can't that's, disagree is what you're ready to say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what you were gonna say. Um, uh, but no, this um, he actually breaks a fourth wall with this. I'm just a little. wondering though. In, in that case, are, what if you forget? But what happens midway through that one? I mean, you're gonna have to pull apart the pages. They're gonna be all sticky. <laughs> you buy two copies. Yeah. Oh. And if you ever feel like the old one's kind of getting, you know, maybe like a stranger, you sit on the other copy. Well, you can, for... like, get, like, saran wrap and just, or, or even laminate the page. Like, you take one copy and you just cut it down the spine and laminate the pages. Oh, that way, okay. you just, you know, any wet wipe or even a damp, you know, paper towel. Just wipe towel away. Yeah. But you want to use cold water, not hot water, because hot water will, like, cure the proteins in it, and it, it makes it very sticky and gross. Just in, in case you were wondering. Okay. I'm, I'm noting this down. You rattled that off way too quick not to know what you're talking about. <laughs> Who said I didn't know what I was talking Just about? Just saying. He had a lot of serious catalogs that he had to get the pages unsticky in. 
His mom used to get Victoria's Secrets all the time in the mail, but she never got to see any of them. No, it was the um, it was the VHS cover for Shrek. That makes the most sense. Yes, but anyway, there's some fourth wall breaking. Uh, they actually changed some things, and where our main character Billy, uh, instead of the pulp books that was the science fiction writer, uses comics, and they actually uh, make the comics and print them in here. Did so you guys read this was very. Did you ever read this, the book? No. Yeah, so they did. It's, it's a guy that went through World War II, and it's kind of retelling it's, his story. It's Kurt But there's Vonnegut. also kind of like these weird fourth-dimensional jumps with these aliens that abduct him and put him in his. Yeah, when he when he becomes older, he gets abducted by aliens. Um, so they they see time not as linear, but they see it all the, you know, all it's once. all all at once. So it's kind of like the aliens really, from Arrival, if you ever saw that. Yeah, yeah. and really where dr manhattan kind of you know that that comes from and stuff i really enjoyed the book when uh when i read it when you know it came out when i was a little children and Listen, um when you were one. little children it was written on stone tablets so well it wasn't written it was chiseled in chiseled in yeah. well, it was painted on cave walls right yeah, yeah. yeah. remember him yeah because you know bison, bison that's actually you. right 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 because call, you know, call back to about world war ii you know when you know the the one that got ended Dur- by the Spanish the, during flu. During the second, you know, mass extinction. This is event my pick of the week. Most bacteria was wiped away, but um, because it was a great joy to read again through. Because it's it yeah, is I a mean, book as a Kurt like. Vonnegut fan, I'm absolutely going to pick that up. Yeah, um, it was it was it did a real great service to the book, and uh, actually brought a little bit more to it. Do you, do you know what didn't do a good service to that book? Your fucking review. Well, it's because you were stepping all over it. I would like never. you always do when I, something doesn't go your way. I wasn't going to say Stillwater number one by Chip Zdarsky. <laughs> this might runner up for pick of the week. This it was okay. Th- this was really good. It was okay. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not an adaptation of a book that already fucking exists. The second issue is better. Much better. Well, not everyone fucking gets advanced copies. Sorry. All I got to say is that I wish I had a friend like the blonde guy. I felt terrible when he was just fucking killed at the end. Like, yeah. holy shit, this guy's entire fucking life is falling apart because he stood up for an artist or whoever that got fucking his work stolen or plagiarized, loses his job, his girlfriend recently broke up with him. Gets his ass finally catches, to him. Catches a break that he might have an inheritance and he gets dragged out into this into the sticks where, you know, that fucking weird town from that Big Fish movie or whatever the fuck... They, they they wind up there where everyone's happy. It's a great and, movie. It is a good movie. It is a good movie. I haven't watched that in forever. I know um, it was just on like two weeks ago. Really? And and his friends just like, dude, let's just let's just fucking go. I'm with you all the way. And it's like this this guy is like a true fucking friend. And then it's revealed that no one can die in the town. But, but if you drag him outside town, they start aging. And you know you age normally as you are outside the town. But if you're in the town, you don't age. So they get pissed if they get dragged out of the town and they don't want anyone to discover them. So his friend gets fucking shot in the head, and it's like, holy shit. That was the most likable character in this. Do you know what, though? That's what he gets for falling for basically a paper version of I'm a Nigerian prince, and you just need to wire me 200 bucks. I don't know. His great aunt passed away and left him a lot of money, and my roommate literally has a great aunt that left him a ton of fucking money that he's collecting now. Did he know her? No, he didn't. He know she existed? Nope. Oh. 
It like, does happen every like, once in a while. We were looking at moving out of our apartment to find a better one, and now he's just going to buy a house cash, and I'm just going to he's just going to be my landlord for this for simplicity's sake. It's that much money. Nice. So does that mean I'm going to get shot in the head because I'm fucking his friend? I hope so. But uh, <laughs> this was great. This was, this was um, excellent. And then the big reveal at the end is the sheriff is Mommy Dearest. Oh, she's the sheriff? Yes. Uh, no, I think she was just part of the town. Yeah, I think she's just part of the town. Um, because pre- in the next issue... I didn't need the next fucking issue. Well, no, it doesn't even... Like, she literally pulls up in a she truck just after they it, shoot the guy, and she yeah. says, wait. They have rules. And she says, my boy, you're back, you're back. No one... She isn't even. She's just in a red truck. There's no one that even says she's sheriff. Yeah. Because they made a very big point that the sheriff was a woman, and who but else would have the power to stop them? It's. I don't know. I don't think you find out in the next issue. Well, there we they go. have rules. Well, yeah, that was pretty well established, but I just assumed she was the sheriff. That I'll definitely read the next issue. Oh, I'm good. definitely gonna. I had this to my poll list months ago. Old Haunts, number four, penultimate issue. Yeah, I mean, it's, it I, seems like we're kind of waiting to get to the next issue. Yeah, like, I don't know. So now they're hunting, they come up with a plan, they're hunting down his men to... But apparently the black guy knows how to tap into the, whatever the fuck is going on. Right. And apparently was working with the D. I, I, I don't know. And the, the, the detective actually kidnapped Myrick, the guy that... The, yes. Yeah, to find out where her... And he's, he, wants him to set, yeah, he wants to set him up as a... Um... I don't know. Definitely, I, I, I love this after the first one. I think the first one was my pick of the week. Eh. Uh, also from our friends at AWA, Devil's Highway, number three. This was really This good. was excellent. This is my runner-up. This was absolutely excellent. So she's getting more answers, and she's, she gets a little she too got, close. She gets answers already. She gets a little too close, and she's left for dead, but she's saved by someone. Uh, the, the trucker. Well, the she's trucker, left for dead because they're the she finds somebody else in the cult, in yeah. the snake cult or whatever they're. Well, apparently, this goes deeper than anything. Because there's there's uh there, the, there's the, many the, of them. Way the station. Way station. The guy's just like opens up, sees the girls like. Huh? Okay. Because he's because he's the the cop or whatever the is on the take. Yeah. On, well, no, he's part, part of, the of the cult. Cult. Well, yeah. He has the tattoo. Yeah. So, uh, at the end, it's revealed that all these missing women actually make the symbol for the cult. So again, I don't think anything supernatural yet. I just think really cultish. Yeah. Really good. Uh, heavy by uh, Vault. Um, they, they, they named the book after Dave. That is my nickname in the fire company. Uh, well, you would want to be this guy. So he gets sent to purgatory, pretty much. And he has to work his way out of it. And uh, we have a backstory. You know, he's pretty much the Punisher. He's like the best one that takes care of. So when they go through timelines and take somebody out, they don't care about the butterfly effect because that's just another tree and that that will save other lives and things like that. Um, 
he at the end has to then uh, partner up with the guy who killed his wife. So, you know, you kind of see it coming. It was it was written pretty decent. Um, uh, this was the second time I read this. I read the advance on it. Um, I reread it. Uh, so this was pretty good. Max Bemis is the author, and I know he's done a few things that uh, people get excited about. Final book of the week. No, does anyone have anything else? All right, final day, book of the week, Dead Day, number three. Kind of predictable where we've seen it going. I think one of us said that the kid is the dead guys. and They do the typical fucking, oh, we're going to tell you our whole plan and then get interrupted and not follow through. Like, yeah, they showed up with guns. You have a fucking axe in your hand. Throw it at them. You have a 50-50 shot at killing them. And as I predicted in the last one, the kid was only invited to that thing to be the sacrifice. Like, I think everything that happened in this book is what we kind of called up until this point. Very good, but very predictable. Like, I will continue reading it. I think there's two more issues. Actually, this doesn't have a of, so this might be going on for a little while. It's Aftershock, I don't know. Yeah. They don't always do many yeah. series. This might be an ongoing. Yeah. Um, but regardless, I'm, I'm interested and want to see where it's going. But like I said, this one kind of like all the big moments were kind of. I, I just laughed every time there was a moment. It's like, oh, we kind of called that on the podcast. Oh, we kind of called that on the podcast. So, um, but no, definitely well written. The arts fits. I definitely kind of want to know more about this world and. The only thing uh, I was kind of disappointed in how they revealed he died. Like it literally was they had their big heist and he got shot in the back of the head for no reason. Just because of greed. That was kind of like a, oh. Well, didn't they establish that in the last issue? Well, that he, they didn't say how he died. They just said he was killed, that he killed him, but not right at, like, I didn't think it was like, Literally, they just walked into their hideout after getting in a shootout, and then he got shot. That that uh, does it for our books. All right. Any meteor? Uh, the trailer for Mandalorian Season 2 came out. Whoop-de-doo. They're bringing Jedi in, which is a mistake. Watch uh, your whore mouth, Josh. What did you think they were going to do with the end of last season? No. And the black saber. Fucking like, not force Jedi down our throats once again. Um, Here we go. You can just say Dude, you're not a Dune Star trailer? Wars fan. Was that last week? Like, I'm not a Star Wars then, fan. Why do you like? Then why do you care? Look, all the Star Wars that has come out since I've been alive has been trash, except for the Mandalorian. Everything else, but you never trash. watched the originals. I, I did eventually. I've kind of seen them, you know, bits and pieces. I understand Jeez, that they they were kind of like, you know, groundbreaking at the time. But everything has been riding on the coattails of those movies since then. the The, the latest trilogy was some of the worst cinema I've seen in a long time. It was horrendous. I won't go that far. I actually I didn't even see the la- the latest one. I didn't even bother. 
But even people that I know that are hardcore Star Wars fans were like, "Listen, if you're st- if you're truly a Star Wars fan, well, I'm not. So, Star bad Star Wars is still better than no Star Wars. Star Wars, as I've said it many times before, is written for the generation that it comes out on. Absolutely, that's who it's for. It's for a ten year old boy, or possibly girl with the last one. So uh, it's 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 aimed for kids, and each you know each trilogy has their own generation that cares about those. So you'll have a you'll have a section that cares about the original. I wouldn't say Mandalorian's aimed for kids, but well, I'm I'm kind of talking about the movies. But I mean, yeah. I mean, the Clone Wars series was good. Oh yeah, I mean, I haven't seen that, Re- but I've Re- heard good things about Rebels that. Rebels was a decent series. Honestly. I think the Han Solo movie was highly underrated. It's just people wanted something different and never gave it a shot I for what it was. didn't like the way he acted like Han. Like, it, it, oh, it he I was trying to do the, his own thing, and he didn't feel like... I didn't think there was any problem with the actor, but the people I went to go see it with, one of them walked out, and another one was like, I should have walked out. Oh, it, that, that, that movie was worth the price of admission for the Darth Maul. That's Cameo. one of the reasons I didn't like it. Why the fuck would they just shoehorn Darth Maul in there other than... It's it's the same thing they did with Rogue One where it's Clone like... Wars. It's you like, need to watch the Clone Wars. <laughs> See, this is what pisses me off. People shit on stuff and don't understand why it has significance in it. Why would I need to... Why would I need to watch all this other shit for the movie to be good? If the movie can't stand alone by itself, then it's probably not a very good movie. Like, if I watched... I, I don't I don't know if I watch fucking most movies are are, are meant it should be standalone movies except for like so except for literally except for like Endgame e- except for literally everything in the media that we talk like the the medium that we talk about comics like they all build comics on, is on always that. act two like you you're building on something sure but they st- they still stand alone you could watch any of the Marvel movies and they they'd stand alone for the most part not all of them but for the most part. I don't know. I, every Star Wars movie has been trash other than the the original trilogy. Oh, wait, wait. Let me get this in. Rogue One. No name one character. They they were dispensable. That's the no, point no. of the whole story. My pro- I didn't even see that movie. I didn't bother. Oh, but, that's probably... The- but everything that everyone talks about the movie, their favorite part of that movie is the Darth Vader scene. It's like, okay, well, oh, we've got another Darth literally Rogue, Rogue One last 10 minutes. Only reason if to watch it. And you get all excited. Watching and it, then, then it's over. Then why? See, see I, I like that whole movie as a whole. Like, yeah. if they just, honestly, if they just died at the end and they don't do the Darth Vader scene, I still would love that movie. I'm looking forward to season two of Mandalorian. Regardless of the fact there's Jedi in it, I don't give a fuck about the Jedi. I don't give a fuck about the Sith. I like the setting of Star Wars. It's well, a space opera, and I like that a lot. Well, the. See, you need to watch Clone Wars. That's all I. That's all I can tell you. If you watch Clone Wars, a lot of the stuff makes. It's not really Sith, and it's not really Jedi. That's the whole point of the the Darth the Dark Saber. I like the setting. I would like to have a show that I don't need to know anything else about this or that any other tie-ins. Well, here here's a suggestion: watch a show that's not based on an existing property. Then, 
you you can have it set in the same setting without them referencing other characters constantly from other from other storylines because then it's just like okay it, name one again in our, in the medium we're talking about name one that doesn't fall onto that I I would have to think about it I can't give you one off the top of my head but I'll get you one by next but week. but I mean it, it's so un, uncommon for something to do this that you're shitting on just Star Wars for doing I'm not this. okay I'm then I'm not shitting with just Star Wars I'm shitting on the whole medium. How about that? Step up your fucking game, Hollywood. See, I don't think the movies are as good without some of the references. I'm okay with Easter eggs, but but when I need to, like... Okay, so for example, I'm watching Star Trek The Next Generation right now for the first time. I didn't need to watch the original series at all to enjoy this this series. You can't compare the two. It's still no, but what he's what his point, but his point is, it is the second series of Star Trek. This this was the next TV show of Star Trek. Things hinging on the stuff that occurred in the original series, and you it stands on its own. That's what. And if you're telling me that I need to watch another fucking fucking Star Trek, you lost your fucking credibility. All right. I like Next Generation. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean that that makes you lose your credibility mm, even more. Dave's agreeing with it. I I respect Dave's opinion. Not just in this instance. He won't fuck you, Josh. No matter <laughs> so, how hard you try, he's not going to fuck you. I'm not interested in fucking you. You, you, you can simp him all you if want. If he's on the television, I'll want to fuck someone else because he's the most Shrek-like person here. But I'm not attracted to Shrek. Didn't you, okay. just, didn't you just say you used to rub it out to the VHS box? Well, Princess Fiona and the donkey. I mean, come on. A dragon wanted to fuck the donkey. That's how... He was literally a sex See, who icon doesn't like a donkey years. show? Exactly. Bachelor Party reference? Clerks. Which Clerks too. came from... Clerks too. Which came from Bachelor Party. That's where Kevin Smith ripped that off from. Just saying. I've seen Bachelor Party. I'm just... That's where it came from. He's admitted that. Any other media? Anything come know. out of fandom at all uh, last I, week? Because they did it again. Yeah, Jim Lee basically said, listen, all that bullshit that was going on, it's not happening anymore. He dead, she dead, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died to end this fucking podcast. I'm ready to go home. Uh, reggae icon Toot Hibbert passed away. He was 77. And... Um, my will uh, to Forrest live Gump died about author fucking 10 minutes ago. Winston Groom. Uh, he died at also 77. So they did. Um, I guess that's going to be it. I'm the maestro. I'm the not as mad as Jimmy Bad Hatter. <laughs> I'm not actually mad. I'm just <laughs> sick of sitting back here in this 110 degree fucking storeroom. I'm the. Uh, I'm okay right now. I'm the. I'm okay as well, Josh. All right. Be good to each other because good knows we aren't. 